When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, what you need to know is being brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times. Less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. Here he is, everybody. Funchy with what we all need to know. All right, guys. Are we fans of The weekend? The weekend. You like The weekend? Yeah, I like The weekend. Yeah? Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. The- the, oh, the Cap- singer. Oh, oh, yeah. yeah okay, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah we're, not, we're not talking about the weekend. No, we're talking about the singer. I'm joking. Yeah. No, I'm, uh, yeah. House of Balloons, still something that's. So we we talked about this, me and my guys, because that first album of the weekend was like pain and hurt and men fe- yeah. talking about their feelings and what they. It It was a lot. So to hear him now, he's went more mainstream. But yeah. that House of Balloons, that first album, ooh, ooh. Well, he's coming to Universal Studios. What do you mean he's coming? To mean? He's Studios. coming to Universal Studios. He's going to be overseeing the horror, the Nights of Horror or whatever, the Halloween haunts or whatever that goes Hall- on it. Oh, yes. horror nights! Horror nights! Horror nights! Horror nights. Okay. Yes, he's going to be doing the horror nights. Um, he's going to have um, per Universal. Guests will step inside the mind of the weekend into a surreal living nightmare Mm. filled with grotesque characters and themes inspired by his music and Uh. short films. They're going to be stocked by slashers, maniacs, gruesome toad-like creatures, and other horrors from the mind of the artist. Guests will be challenged to survive the night while trapped within a terrifying and unexpected world of the weekend's vivid imagination and from which they may never escape. So the Mm. weekend... We'll be doing Universal Studios. Question. Was it? It was the weekend, right? During the halftime performance. Yes, 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 yes. yes. That the blinding light where he went into this. Like mirror room. Yeah, yeah, mirror, mirror room. room and yeah, it yeah. was like. <laughs> all the memes. All the memes. Yeah, okay, yeah, all yes. The all the memes. Yes, yes. <laughs> Some people loved yes. that performance and thought it was awesome. And people, right. other people were like, that's so bad. That's so lame. Some people didn't know who the weekend was. That's why. That's true. You know what? I, it was I. I you know I. what? I was okay. I really didn't think that he should have been the Super Bowl performer. I mean, but he's not a performer. Though. Well, here's the thing, though. You got to do the mom you test with I mean? that. You got to do the mom test. Does your mom know who the weekend is? Like, <laughs> I, yes, <laughs> mine doesn't. Mine doesn't you either. Gotta, Same either. It, it, the Super Bowl is about performers. Not and songs, not, and right? He's not it. He's not like. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. But he's I go good. to a he's concert. Good. Yeah. Yes, I've actually been to a weekend concert yeah, yeah. at Hollywood Bowl. Unbelievable concert where you listen to songs, you have the pyrotechnics and all that. But the Super Bowl was about like entertainment. I need yes. you up there yeah. shucking and yeah. jiving. Yes. I need you moving and dancing, and and, and uh, give me a choreographed skit or two. You know what I mean? That the the weekend did it. I mean, obviously, I know who he was. It was just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was Ant. But the ones who, like, do a good job are the actual entertainers that have a actual show. You know what I mean? J-Lo. And J-Lo still mad she didn't get her (laughs) I know. She was mad. Well, I She was mad. She was like, I wanted my own shot. I don't care about no Shakira. But here's the thing. In her defense, because I saw that documentary. Yes. She makes a point. They're two huge superstars. Right. 
Why did you divide it in two? Like, right. and they're women. You can't put LeBron and KD on the same team. It's you only can't. one basketball. You know what really? I'm saying? can't do that? Can't. That's can't not going to happen? It. It's only one basketball. Oh. Scotty, sorry. I was hoping that was going to happen at some point. <laughs> so, uh, okay. So, I didn't know this. That the week does is the weekend known for like like being a horror movie guy? No, like, I mean no. I think that was like his Blinding Lights album where he came out into bandages and stuff like that. So I think that mm-hmm. was his turn in horror. Yeah. I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sounds like uh, Universal Studios is saying, "Hey, the weekend is a really hot act amongst young people, mm-hmm. and we want to get a lot of young people here during Halloween." So if we team up with the weekend and we say, hey, the weekend is the guy that's designing this whole horror show, then um, maybe that would like add some cachet to it. For me, I don't really do a whole lot, although I do like, around Halloween time, I do like haunted houses and... What do they call and those, like, trail the mazes, things? Or, the yeah. mazes? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or hay, uh, haunted hayrides and stuff yeah, like that. Yes. Rides, yeah, yes. I like all that. Do you guys like those things? I like those. I can't get with it, man. Oh, what? I, 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 I get too scared. Oh, I get God. too scared. I, I get too scared. It. I'll be holding I on to Kurt Morrison the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so it. they have the, uh, what is it, the uh, House of, not House of Horrors, but they have this drive-through horror. Now, hopefully I don't mess up the name, but it's out in, I want to say, is it Moore Park? Where was that? So it's all the way out there, you know, yeah. deep, deep. So, I, you know, I got some tickets, and I was taking the family. So we're all in the car. We're ready. And my daughter, she's six years old now. She, But she was, I want to say, five at four at the time, I think. And, and look, we're all in the car. We're all together. But we're going through the haunted, you know, like a haunted drive-through. And she was like, oh, I'm scared. I was like, what are you scared? I'm right here with you. Nothing's going to happen. She was like, "No, I'm scared." I was like, "All right, no, we'll be we'll be fine. If you if you want to stop with us, she was like, "Okay, all right, I, all right, just just keep my window up, <laughs> okay." So I keep her window up. Everybody else, you know, we can't wait. Windows down, all of that. So we're actually going through the entrance, right? We're getting there. Literally, barfs everywhere. Whoa! Just just lets Whoa. it just vomit because she was so scared. Uh, Damn! But guess what? We had already entered, so you couldn't leave the maze. They don't have like an a, a <laughs> no, emergency no. exit or anything. There was no anything. emergency uh. escape. Is it in so, Thousand Oaks? I think that was the one it was. Is it yes. Reign of Terror haunted That's what it house? Is that like the, the, the drive through? Yeah, like, it yes. seems to be yes. Yeah, but it was cool. But it was it was a family experience. So it, I was like, no one can hurt you. You're in the car with dad and the family. You know, wife. We're all in here. You're good. No, it's going to be one of those things that she'll never forget her whole life. It'd yeah. Be like, hey, remember that time we were at that haunted house and you threw up all over the car? Remember that? Yeah. That's well, you, and look, and we were stuck in there. So not only <laughs> we couldn't leave. So she still had to go through it, but now, yeah. we, and we didn't have an extra change of clothes. Oh. So that was even the worst. And yeah. so her face when we got home was like. You, you took, terrorized. Uh, yeah. yeah, so I don't, I don't do the uh, the drive-thrus anymore. No you more drive-thru horror me. shows. Yeah. Can't do it. In the meantime, she's going to be like 30 years old, comes home with her fiancé. Like, hey, did we ever tell you about that time we were at the haunted house and she puked all over herself oh, in the yeah. car? Please don't do that. That's going to be a lifetime story. It will be an absolute yeah. lifetime story. You, know, you talk about driving through uh, things like haunted houses and stuff. Yeah. You know what my favorite thing to do is to drive through car washes. You guys ever drive through a car wash where oh, yeah. you yeah. just pull in and you got like... I don't know, two, three, four minutes to just kind of hang out just and relax. watch the mm-hmm. watch the wheels kind of go over your windshield, mm-hmm. watch the soap take over your car. Suds, yeah. yeah. Then at the end, they, they blow dry your car for you, and then finally <laughs> they give you the green light, and it's time to go, and you're like, that was like a little four-minute vacation. I love that. <laughs> That's a little weird, but yes. No, it I, does. I never, well, I never thought about it that way. Well, it's for four minutes, you take your hands off the wheel. 
Think about it. You don't have to do anything. I don't. I hands feel weird. off the wheel. Hands off the ignition. I mean, off the uh, the pedal. You don't have to touch the brake. Nothing. You just for four minutes. You sit in the car wash, and then you're done. Do you, I can't take my hands off the wheel. I feel yeah. like I have to hold it. My only <laughs> Am thing I weird? is there's a couple spots in L.A. I won't name them because okay. I don't like names. But there's a couple spots in L.A. where in, in these mobile car washes, right? Not mobile car washes, but these kind of do-it-yourself car washes. Mm-hmm. You mean you get out of the car and you, you get, spray your car no, down? No, no, after the car goes through the wash, then yeah. you get a time. And it's only supposed to be, Cap, 10 minutes for the, the vacuum. Mm-hmm. But there are some people who are actually going and giving their car a full-on wax detail, oh, and no, they no, stand no. in the vacuum line for like ten, like like almost like an hour. I'm like, dude, you were there before I even got to the mm, car wash. Mm-hmm. I've actually waited in line, went through the car wash, came out, went and did my quick vacuum in there. You know, wipe off the, all the little wet spots, use the air, mm-hmm. you know, the, air, the little Low. air, get all of the water that's trapped in there. Yeah, and you still here. Like, dude, just go to the car. Go to a real car wash. This ain't for. This is an express. Get in and get out. You know, you get to just. You know, get the get the car looking clean. Mm-hmm. If you're gonna do all that, why don't you just spend the extra fifteen bucks and just go to the real car? Wash? They cheap. Like, what about broke? Not cheap or broke or, or cheap saying, and broke? Like, <laughs> no, nah, but you got all the stuff. That that's nah. expensive stuff to do all the detailed and the waxing yeah, and all that. Stuff. You man. ain't broke if you got all that stuff for your really? car. Just saying, you mean to tell me if you're throwing turtle wax all over your car, you ain't broke? No, I don't got that time. I'm like, dude, just pay the extra fifteen bucks and go do it. Go down to the actual car wash and let them do it for you man because he was i'm literally Mm -hmm. he was there for no lie after his car was washed he had to been there at least 40 minutes because i know i waited 10 minutes got my car washed through the line like you mentioned the four minutes of leaving my hand off the wheel and then coming into the actual vacuum part and i vacuum all my rugs you know everything in there boom wiped it down got all the air the, the trapped water i'm good i'm in and out he was still there and it looked like he was still like only halfway too. So. Damn, right. I'm done. That's hilarious. Hey, well, that's what you need to know. It's brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times, less than ninety minutes from wherever you are. I mean, that is what you needed to know, right? Like, you know, stuff about uh, you know haunted houses and car, <laughs> car washes. That's right. Public service announcement by Kirk. Exactly. Um, Laura, when are you going to put the question in the Sedano and Cap Circle of Trust on Twitter to give away one of these Wilding T-shirts on Twitter? So once we go to break, I will type in the question, and the first person that correctly answers wins a T-shirt. But shout out to Jennifer from Santa Ana who won her T-shirt when we asked for a caller five. All right, way to go, Jennifer. That's cool. I wonder if that's for her, if that's for her man, her boo. Oh, no, no. (laughs) I told her. I was like, yo, we only got this. And she's like, girl, it's okay because I'm going to cut up the shoulders and then I'm going to cut up the sides and I'm going to tie it. So it's definitely for her. Yeah, you do that. And all we ask is this. When you win a Sedano and Cap t-shirt, rock it and post it. That's all. Just rock it, then post it. Right. Hashtag East Side Cap. There you go. Yeah. Um, Laura, could you possibly find for us some NFL music? Because Funchy here is about to feed over to me and Kirk Morrison some of the NFL headlines that are happening right now as training camps are underway. We know this because we saw Russell Wilson walk in. <laughs> we saw Aaron Rodgers pull in. Yeah, And there are a lot of storylines as NFL training camps get started, including some with the Rams, 
Funchy got the headlines. Kirk, you'll have to let us know what you think about all these. Here we go, Funch. All right, guys. So Seattle's DK Metcalf, uh, San Francisco's Debo Samuel, and the Chargers' Derwin James are guys that are reporting to camp, but they're not doing anything yeah. at camp due to, to contract situations. Is this something that's typical, Kurt, or... What? What's going on here? Okay, so the new CBA that was passed, remember, uh, was it last year or the year before that? The new CBA, players have to be at training camp. Remember, we would have players who would not report to training camp, and they would accrue fines. So for each day you miss training camp, I believe the fine was like maybe, I want to say $20,000 or something like that. Damn, Ooh, damn. So guys would miss, you know, a week of training camp, right? So that's what... Close to $140,000, right? Woo! Think about it. So, but finally they would sign the deal or something would, the team and, and the player would usually come together with an agreement and they would waive the fines so they wouldn't have to pay it because they just signed a new deal. The new CBA kind of prohibits that. So players have to be at training camp or they will, those fines will be invoked. They are not unwaivable fines. So what players are doing now is like they are basically, it's called a hold in, not a hold out. So they're actually <laughs> reporting, they're actually in the building, but they're withholding services while reporting the training camp. So everyone's going to training camp and says, oh, my toe hurt. Oh, <laughs> my finger hurt. Oh, you know what? My feelings are hurt. And so because of all of this, it yeah. is now... The more common thing to do when you mention some of the bigger names in the NFL, I think Roquan Smith is also another guy you can add there. The linebacker in Chicago guys have waited all off season to get a contract done and the contracts are not done yet. So what do you do? He says, I'm going to withhold my services at this time until we figure something out. Hopefully they get figured out. But if not, we all know that, they can kick and scream, but week one, if you don't have a contract, now you start losing game checks. So well, you can hey, hold listen, with all services in the training camp, but week one, you're not out there on the field. Yeah. Oh, you're not getting paid. Right. But think about DK Metcalf up in Seattle. He's like, uh, we don't have a quarterback, so <laughs> right. you guys need me more. Um, Debo Samuel has been saying the entire offseason he doesn't want to go back to the Niners because he doesn't want to play running back anymore. He wants to be paid top dollar as a wide receiver, and he don't want his career shortened by having to play running back. So... None of these are, are necessarily new, but uh, it is one of the storylines as we start NFL training camp. All right, Funchy, what do you got here? You got anything uh, that's that's more Ram-related? Uh, yes, I do. Uh, Cam Akers says he's ready to go. He's ready to go to be the number one back. He's 100%. Um, do you believe this, Kurt? Do you think he's ready to go? He's going to be one of the top backs in the league this year. Yeah, he's ready to go. Last year, remember at this time, he had suffered an Achilles injury right before training camp. So we're about a year ago, a year to the date, a little bit over, that he tore his Achilles. That's amazing. And actually came back at the end of the season in the playoffs. And made, played and in actually, Super Bowl, right? And played in the Super Bowl. Started in the Super Bowl, actually. But I think that he's ready to go in terms of, hey, last year he was not ready to play a full season because of the injury. This year he's ready to be the lead dog, the lead back. Rams still have Daryl Henderson. They also drafted a running back out of Notre Dame and Kyron Williams. So they have other guys. I just know that in today's NFL, very rarely do you have one running back that can go the distance every single year. You're going to need multiple running backs. The Rams have a stable of running backs. My only thing is they're just some young pups. 
there, there's some young. There, there is no more veteran running backs for the Rams. They are very youthful in that position. But when you're paying the kind of money you're paying to some of the high-priced veterans, Aaron Donald, Jalen Ramsey, Cooper Cup, Matthew Stafford, you kind of got to cut some corners in some areas. So no veteran running backs for the Rams, the young guys who actually been doing a good job. Yeah, and listen, Cam Akers, you guys mentioned it, but the way he came back last year, the mm. way he wasn't satisfied with, hey, I know I got hurt, I'm on injured reserve, I'll get paid, I'll come back next year. No, that dude worked his butt off all year to yes. get back and make a contribution late in the season. So I love that, and I love the notion of redemption. Like, I got to play the full season. I got to stay healthy. I got to help, you know, lead this running game. So I'm hoping he's ready to rock. I'm hoping he's fully healthy. And I'm hoping the young man has a really good season. All right, how about one more, Funchy? One more. One more for you, Kurt. Uh, Kyler Murray. Yeah. Uh, there's a stipulation in his contract. This became news yesterday or the last couple of days that he has to do four hours of game studying on his <laughs> own. Per Is it per day or per week? Per week. Per, per week. week. Yes. yes, yes. And Pat McAfee just came out the other day and said that Peyton Manning does over 20 hours of prep each week. So four hours is nothing compared to Peyton Manning. What do you think about this, Kurt? Does... Does he have to do four hours? Of, does he have to have to do his homework every night? Yeah, look, come on, man. First of all, I want you to read this. Here we go. You ready, Punch? You ready, Cap? Here we I'm go. I'm ready. I, I read all this. I can't wait to hear yeah. what, you, what you've picked out. So Article 36 in the Kyler Murray contract states, player has agreed to satisfy the following off-field requirement. Player shall complete at least four hours of independent study each week, excluding any bye week. During each playing season, during the con during the term of the contract. Now, independent study means the player studies the material provided to him by the club in order to prepare for the club's next upcoming game, including without limitation any such material provided via an iPad or an electronic device. Time spent in mandatory meetings shall not constitute independent study the player shall receive no credit for independent study for any period during which player does not personally study the provided materials in good faith last time i saw this i was actually in college and i had a study hall clause that all freshmen have when you're a student athlete you had to complete four hours of study hall you had to sign in sign out but you had four hours a week I remembered that. Got honor roll first semester. I ain't want to mess with no more study hall, so I was good. But this is a grown man who's a professional. And for me to see this language in a contract means to tell me one thing. The dude ain't studying. I See, I'm so glad studying. you're saying this because, you know, I think a lot of people, Kirk, mm -hmm. were very offended by this. Yes. Like, how dare you make this young man answer to you this way? And I'm thinking to myself, I hate to sound like the old white guy here, but it's a $230 million contract, yes. and we have an expectation that we're paying you to be a top-level professional, and our complaint with you thus far is that you're a very young guy who's been so successful because you're such a super athlete, but we think that if you put together the mental side of it with the physical side of it, we think we can actually get more out of you. You could be better, so we're demanding as your employer that you're not playing video games and watching movies, you're actually studying tape. And it's unfortunate that it had to be put in a contract, but it had to be put in a contract because he wasn't doing it. <laughs>
Yeah, you got to think too. Um, understand this. Kyler Murray said it before. I'm not one of those quarterbacks. I don't need to sit there for 24 hours and break down this team and that team and watch every game because in my head, I see so much. I'm blessed with the cognitive skills to just go out there and just see it before it happens. Mm. Quotes from mm. Kyler Murray. That's saying I'm out there freelancing. Right. I'm out there just right. ad-libbing. Right. I didn't even study the playbook. <laughs> I don't even know what the names of the plays are. Hey, hey here's the play, everybody. I'm taking the ball and I'm running with it. Ready? Break. Okay. That man said, I don't need to sit there for 24 hours. And right. I, I have cognitive skills. Well, it's amazing. That it really is. see it before. Oh, you ain't an X-Men. You ain't a Marvel character. Like, I can I'm see glad it you, uh, I'm glad you feel this way. I'm, I was curious to see what you were no, going to think about. It. Remember this, too. At the end of the day, he agreed to this. Right. Well, that's just it. Right. <laughs> he did. He, that's exactly right. All right. Kirk Morrison is in for Sedano. Coming up, uh, Laura is about to put in the community, in the circle of trust, a question, and the first person who answers it back to Laura, they're getting themselves a Sedano and Cap t-shirt, and our man Chris Morales is coming by with his review of the Taco Tour. Hang around, everybody. This is Sedano and Cap on 710 ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Kirk Morrison is in this afternoon for Sedano. It's Sedano and Cap on 710 ESPN. And uh, we already have a winner in the Circle of Trust Sedano and Cap community on Twitter Laura put out a question earlier. Laura, read the question if you don't mind, and then tell us who won. Okay. I said, Scott was sweating up a storm last night from what sauce? He uh, described how sweaty he was earlier with uh, when we had Beto on. Mm-hmm. And the correct answer was hot red sauce. And the one, JR28, was the first person to guess it correctly. So congratulations. All right. You got a brand new Sedano and Cap Wilding t-shirt. It's true. The last stop on our taco tour last night, I was sweating like I had just run a marathon. Seriously, I, I, I went into the wrong sauce. And then, Laura, also that like pickled onion deal, you know? <laughs> also. Okay. Told him. Told him. Don't just do on the first one. Because we didn't Avenue 26, right? Okay. I'm going to put Morales up because he's, he's on. All right. Chris Morales is, is jumping in here. Um, Chris, good afternoon. Good evening. What, what's happening? Good afternoon. Man? I'm not on the East Coast. You don't have to say good evening. Good afternoon. <laughs> okay. Good afternoon <laughs> to you, sir. Good afternoon. Why good afternoon to you? You were also sweating because you also were eating that juicy pepino, remember? That yes. thing was just dripping. Oh, yeah, that pepper. It was a, that pepper. No, it was pepino. A drippy pepino. 
Pepito. Yeah, Laura was like, come on, Cap, try it. I'm like, oh, this is such a setup. No, no, I told you on Avenue 26, you tried on the first one, and then, you know, Beto was like, don't push him. I'm like, dude, just one. But Cap had to go the extra mile like he always does. He got to go extra. So on the last <laughs> spot, he also put the the onions that están como curtidas with, like, you know, lemon and, like, hot sauce and stuff, and they're juicy. But then he added the cucumber, the pepino, that was also hot. So he had to go Kirk, extra, extra. Kirk, have you ever had a juicy pepino like that on a taco? No, I have Pause. not. No, no. Uh, <laughs> that's, you that's should. Not it's fire. Me. No, g- give me the salsa verde. Uh, yeah. Give me the carne. Uh, give me um, a little, a little bit of. Yeah, I, I can't do cilantro all the way, but. Sometimes I just take it, just strike, you know, just give me just a. Don't you love how Kirk is breaking down his taco order like he's talking about the <laughs> offensive scheme right, of the right. Rams' third string team that's going to go out there during the preseason? Right, like Look, he's watching man. film, exactly. I right. just need a tortilla. I just need the protein of my choice, whether it's carnitas. Where there is some, uh, you know, some out of bottle. Yeah, no, nah, I, I don't know yet. You know, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm more of just a steak or chicken. With a little bit of salsa verde on it, and that's it. I don't eat much. Mm. I don't need the, the extra fixings and all. No, that way I can have more tacos too. How about a radish? <laughs> no, nah, I can't do the radish. Man. No, you don't want the radish. I was told nah, I had to have the radish. That's too so, much. That's like eating a, eating the subway sandwich. They give you way too much. Where the meat at? You're just getting <laughs> bread, lettuce, and all this other stuff. No, I need the actual protein in the sandwich. So, Chris Morales, what is your uh, what is your post? game analysis of what happened last night on the Beto Duran taco tour. Cap, I, I said it in the open. You are a superstar, my friend. Yes. The way you performed last night, taking down, I believe, <laughs> 11 tacos, a tostada, and then driving us back. I mean, you had to drive another 30, 40 miles after you dropped me off. But you were a stud. You were amazing. You pressed the flesh with the listeners. You are the man of the people. And if I could give you the Mandy Award now, I would do it for next year. Because as we, as we heard today, when John Ireland went on his rant about how he doesn't want to be with the people, he doesn't want to do events. Oh, poor John has to do Lakers and radio. He has to work more than four hours a day. You, my friend, did two shows yesterday, drove up from San Diego or Solana Beach, did another, you know, did your radio shows, and then went out for three hours with all of us for free. You didn't ask for anything. You didn't even ask for free tacos. You bought all the tacos, and I was watching him, Kirk. If the tacos were $25, he, he pulled out two crisp $20 bills, <laughs> and he gave everybody the change. He put, he put action in that tip jar last night. Sky Kaplan, you are a man of the people. You are a hero of 710. Mm. Wow. I didn't wow. know that. I yeah. had no idea that that was the case, but now that you say it. The president. There he it is. It really does sound good. Sounds good. I mean, I, I like what you're saying. I just didn't know that what you were saying is what you were going to say. But I asked you when you dropped me off, I was exhausted. And I said, hey, text me when you get home safely because I want to make sure you got home safely. I woke up to the text that you got home safely. But I think, and you may have already gone into this earlier in the show, because Rachel did, Rachel did call while we were in the car, Kirk. And it was like, Cappy. And he quickly said, hey, Chris Morales is in the car. And her tone changed and went, oh, hi, Chris. How are you? I was like, hey, Rachel, what's going on? How you doing, hon? <laughs> but I want to know about what happened when you did get home. Well, um, the the uh, the intimation is that you think that I was in some kind of trouble because I was out or eating no. tacos. 
or she was so excited to see you, she wanted to hear about the Juicy Pepino and the tacos, and then, you know, celebrated the fact that you are a hero. Could have gone either way with Rachel. You never know. Right, right. So uh, a lot of people have been hitting me up on Twitter saying, so what happened? Did you get in trouble when you got home? Did you, did you take home a peace offering? Here's the real truth of the matter. This is not a very sexy story. Um, I actually went home to my house, you know, where I live. And she was at home at her house where she lives. And I think that on some level she was kind of saying, like, are you going to come over here to me because I'm all alone? And I was like, I got to go home because my son's there. And I, and I really didn't. I probably should have just gone right to her place. But I got home to my place. My son was sleeping. There was nobody else here. My daughters are all out and about. Summer, they're doing stuff. And I, I crashed out at like 1230. It was not a very sexy story, unfortunately. Mm. Have you guys made contact so far today? Yes, we have made contact indeed. Okay, so everything's okay. Yeah, we're going to have dinner tonight. Okay, so Cap Beto Taco Night didn't cause any real damage. No damage to the relationship at all. Beautiful. That is wonderful. I'm glad to hear that. Yeah. Now, did you hear earlier when Mason said that their aunt, well, no, I think it was part of Super Crosstalk, that they now want a Mason and Ireland taco truck to deliver tacos. First of all, we won't call it a Mason and Ireland taco truck. We will call it a Mason taco truck. We no longer need John Ireland. Much like I, I laid down the gauntlet on Michael Thompson, after his commentary today, we don't need John Ireland to participate in any events anymore. It's okay, John. You can stay home. We'll get through <laughs> it without you. We'll call it the Steve Mason taco truck, and it'll cruise around Venice because he doesn't know how to get anywhere else. So that's fine. It'll be fine. What was your favorite taco of the night, Chris? Oh, gosh. I, I mean, there was that one picture was unfair to me where I was holding two plates. <laughs> the other plate was for everybody else. It wasn't just for me. So that is true. That is true. Right. The, teco, the, the Pet Boys taco soft with the, the Al Pastor with the little pineapple on top was great. But our friends at Tacos uh, Del Cuco. Don Cuco. Don Cuco. Yeah. Taco, tacos, tacos Don Cuco. Don Cuco. Excuse me. Those tacos were incredible. They really were. They were. I didn't get to bite the tosada because you were taking it down, but their tacos were incredible. And Laura, what were the what was the name of the tacos we were having? Adobada. It's like, yeah, so good. I love so good. So shout out to all of them. Avenue Twenty Six, the Pet Boys at Atlantic and Third. They were all great. And listen, Cappy, I hope you're ready because we're going to do this next time. The next time we do this, we're going to really plan it. Have listeners with us. Do a real just maybe cover twelve different taco stops. Maybe we try to go for 20 tacos each. It'll be amazing. Wow. Wow. Oh, dude. Dude, I'm telling you right now. I had the 11 tacos and the tostada, and I can't and tell you. And you could have kept going. Oh, right. I, I, was, I was so close to stopping on my way home somewhere for, like, a chocolate milkshake because I felt like <laughs> I really needed my stomach to be coated. But when I got home, I was like, I can't believe I'm thinking this, but I'm kind of hungry. Well, that's what carbohydrates will do to you. They'll trick you into wanting more. But I think that if we had had a hotel room planned, we could have gone all night. Wait, wait, wait. Beto did have a hotel room, guys. You guys right. just decided not to do that. Yeah, Beto, well, we weren't going to stay with Beto. Beto was going to get some L.A. heat last night, so there wouldn't have been oh, room for us. There's no doubt. I mean, I he, mean once yeah. he said he was going to the bar at the JW, you know, he wanted to try and connect with Juan Soto last night. That's what he was trying to do. He wanted to try and talk Juan Soto into coming to the Dodgers. I also want to applaud everybody in the Sedano and Cap community. Absolutely. today, the, the memes, the yep. graphics have been off. <laughs> The hook, the ones of Cappy trying to find a breezy, and they got the teardrop on your face. I mean, they're incredible. Honestly, <laughs> you got homegirls, you got breezies. It was it was beautiful. Uh, again, this is what makes this show special. This is what makes you cap. 
the man of the people, producer Laura, such a big part of what we do. It was incredible. And uh, I'm just I'm so proud to have been part of it last night. I'm glad I got roped into it. Yeah, it was fun. Even Funchy. We were not letting Funchy go home. In oh, fact, my God. If, there, if there's one true. guy, <laughs> if there's one guy who had a peace offering, Funchy told his wife that he was at the Pep Boys taco place and he <laughs> took a plate of tacos home to Mrs. Funchy. Right, Funch? Yeah, she loved it. She loved, loved it. it. Happy wife, happy life. That's what so I'm that's why you was conservative on the tacos last night. Boy, you no. was trying to bring some home. Okay. Well, I mean, I, I didn't bring any home for me. I brought home for her. <laughs> yeah, sorry, babe. I ain't got no tacos. I ate them all. That's what it been. Sure. <laughs> yes, sir. Are, are you wearing the white cutoff tee today with the, the sleeves off so that those guns could just, you know, be out and about in the studio? No, no, no. I, I brought my jersey with me from the softball oh, game. From the softball game? Yeah, I brought my jersey. Um, because I know after today, it'll be hung up in the rafters here at the luxurious 710 Los Angeles downtown studios here at L.A. Live. The, I don't know if we can retire the jersey when you were on the losing team, despite two three-run shots. <laughs> wow. Three, two three-home run shots, excuse me, three-run home run shots. So right. we'll see. I mean, Beto, Beto just stole the MVP right from Kirk Morrison. Like I said, man, I'm going to hang it up. It should be here somewhere in the rafters. <laughs> Maybe by the bathroom stall. Who knows? <laughs> but I, before, but, before I leave, let me get this shameless plug in that you can see Travis and Kirk at Rams camp on Saturday, 1 to 4 p.m. at UC Irvine. Kirk will be out there. He'll write up some schemes for you. If you come up to him and say, hey, Kirk, <laughs> what do you think about the nickel package this season? He's going to write up a chart for you and show you how it works. Now, yeah. I need somebody to bring some tacos. How about that? <laughs> yeah, so really we're there from idea. 1 to 4 uh, at UCI. Uh, yeah, bring a taco. Dude, that's a great idea. I we should you get... want Irvine tacos. I know. I was going to say, oh. though. No, mm-hmm. we should get Tacos Don Cuco to come down there. Because let me tell you something. I'm now BFFs with everybody who works at Tacos Don Cuco. Because now we're, like, DMing each other. You talk about sliding into DMs. <laughs> me and the Tacos Don Cuco people, we are all over each other with love all over DMs. You was on the, you out there cooking. Don, well, do you know the name of Don Cuco's daughter by any chance? I don't, but she was a sweetheart. She was nice. She was a sweetheart. I might have to slide in those DMs. Don't do that. <laughs> yeah, you she should was too do nice. that. No. Yes, do that. yes, no, do it, Morales. That is exactly your type right there. <laughs> but uh, I kid. All right, Chris Morales, we will see you tomorrow. We appreciate you. you. I'm, I'm wrapping up because you got Big Deal or No Deal coming up. Yep, Big Deal or No Deal is next. Kirk Morrison is in for Shit, Dono. Stick around, everybody. This is 710 ESPN. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. All right, Sedano, a little vacay happening this weekend. I don't know if everybody's following George on Instagram, but his family went from the beaches of Oregon, which, by the way, I got to tell you, I've never been to Oregon. Didn't know how beautiful the beaches were there. Don't really think about leaving Southern California to go to the beaches of Oregon. But 
George did. Now his family has moved on to Seattle. I saw pictures today of him at a Seattle Mariners game, or at least inside the Seattle Mariners stadium. So if you're following along on Instagram, check out George and keep in touch with his vacay. And um, if I'm telling you something that you can't have access to, because, I don't know, George doesn't let everybody have access to all of his pictures, sorry about that, then you should go over to ESPN Los Angeles on Instagram and take a look at all the videos that we shot last night on our taco tour. But now, with Kirk Morrison in, here's Funchy with Big Deal or No Deal. Now, this story dropped a little bit after the weekend, and it's blowing up the NBA world a little bit. Uh, Woj dropped the bomb saying that the Celtics are looking to a Kevin Durant deal, uh, possibly sending Jalen Brown to the Nets in a huge, huge deal. Now, is this a big deal or no deal cap? Well, it's a big deal. I mean, if I'm the Boston Celtics, I'm thinking to myself, we were just in the NBA Finals. Why do I want to break up what we got? We were the best team in the East this year. And I just think that with all these young guys... We're going to get better. Why do I want to break up a team that just went to the finals, dismantle it all, just for one guy? I, listen, I'm, I'm the wrong guy because I'm not the biggest Kevin Durant fan. I understand what kind of a talent he is. I think Kevin Durant belongs in Sacramento. <laughs> you go making all these demands, I'm out of here, I don't want to play here anymore, you guys didn't do for me everything that you promised, all this. Fine, we'll trade you to Sacramento. Ooh, this is a big deal. This is a big deal. And the reason why it's a big deal is because it has some lasting effects. Um, the name that was in the trade was Jalen Brown. Jalen Brown, yes. So that dude woke up and like, come on, how I get involved Oh, I know. In That's this? right. You see his tweet, right? His tweet, shaking my head. So now if you're an organization, how do you tell him that we weren't going to trade you? We, we still love you. You're a part of this. We built this before you. Come on, man. Like, now, Jalen Brown, I'm requesting a trade. Because if, if y'all feel like this about me, so now you can break up this whole entire nucleus of the Boston Celtics that just pushed the Warriors to six games. Like, this is this is too big. And for me, look, you struck out on the last superstar you tried to bring in, Kyrie Irving. So why try to bring in Kevin Durant into this culture that you've created? And he hasn't been there from the beginning. I don't like it one bit. I, I Look, I get it, Kevin Durant can force his hand and do all that, but look, as a Warriors fan, I got two championships out of Kevin Durant, and that's all I needed. Don't need no more. Would you want him back on the Warriors? I know there was talk at one point, and, and the odds were like, yeah. um, I want to say Phoenix, and then now uh, Boston's jumped mm-hmm. into it. But like the the Warriors, they were right. they were being talked about, and the odds makers in Vegas had them, you know, as maybe one of the third or fourth favorites to get Kevin Durant. Me personally. No. If I'm the Warriors, I don't want Kevin Durant. We had him. We won. We proved that we could win without him. We proved that we can win with him. And now we prove that we can win without him again. I don't want Kevin Durant back on this team. Exactly. And then, obviously, to get Kevin Durant, you have to give away something. You're not going to get him for nothing. So what, why would you mortgage your future for a short-term or limited success? I mean, I get it. Everyone has... Wants to win right away. Yes, everyone is this has this angst that we have to do it right now. But man, mortgaging the next couple years after that for a possible one or two year run. I mean, you see where it's got the Lakers right now. I mean, I know you don't. I hate bringing up that that old wound, but you look at what the <laughs> Lakers had to give up to get Anthony Davis, and I think in return, 
a lot of fans are saying we should have never gave up that young nucleus of talent. That's right. Uh, just imagine, though. Like, just imagine if KD went to Boston, Kyrie came to L.A. <laughs> you, in the finals, you got Lakers, Boston, Kyrie versus Boston, LeBron versus KD for the chip. What's bigger than that? Mm, you know, Fungi, nice. the way you the way you dream that is is awesome. Thank you. It will never in a billion years happen. Are we I mean, winning, are we winning there's, Mega there's Millions a, first, there, or is right, that happening? There, there's a better chance of us winning the $1.2 billion in the Mega Millions than there is of what you just described actually Thanks. ever happening. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. A uh, story came out this morning that Mike Trout, uh, Angel's Mike Trout, is dealing with a rare back condition that he will probably have to deal with for the rest of his, his career. <laughs> now, Trout came out. A little bit earlier today and said he's appreciative of all the uh, prayer requests, but his career is not over yet. But this is a rare spine condition from what I've been told. We've seen a lot of athletes call it a day because of a bad back. Is this a big deal? No deal. Morrison. This is a big deal. Um, if Mike Trout's career ended today, how will we remember him? I just, I just, go, uh, just, enough, just by the numbers, probably. Is that like, rhetorical or is that like no, you really just, want an answer? I, I really want to answer because me personally, I think he was a really, really good baseball player, but never did anything in the postseason. How about, like, yeah. Like, I just. I think he only played one time in the postseason. I mean, I, I, it was the other day I was listening to somebody talk about it. I thought it was a great, it was, a, it was just, it just summed it up. Like, wow, Mike Trout, three for four, two home runs. Five RBIs as the Angels lose seven to four. Like it was just like seven to five, whatever. I mean, it was just like it just summed up that I feel like in this Hall of Fame career has sort of been wasted to a point where you almost it is. How about this? Here we go. Tell me, is this a good comparison? Mike Trout is the Dame Lillard of Major League Baseball. Ugh. I might, have to, say, I might a, have to say he might be the Charles Barkley or Carl Malone. He's mm, that good. Yeah. Yeah, but the difference is, is that when Charles Barkley and Carl Malone were in there. But they prime, but they did leave, though. They, they that's did true. Leave. That's very true. That's very Barkley true. Barkley left. I, I remember Barkley in that Rockets uniform. I remember yeah, Carl Malone in that Lakers uniform. Them dudes end up leaving. Right. But, what, My, but the thing is, is that even when they were playing in Philadelphia for Barkley, like his original team, or Utah for the mailman, mm-hmm. those guys were... They were famous guys, meaning like everybody in the sport knew that they were some of the premier players. In but Mike them Trout's dudes case, also sniffed the playoffs a lot more than Mike Trout course, has. That, but Mike Trout, as great as the statistics say that he's been, can't we all agree on this part of it at least? He has been primarily in his career invisible. It's yes. not. It's not exclusively because the Angels haven't made the playoffs. It's a part of it. And by the way, it's not Mike Trout's fault. I mean, look at ownership, look at management, and say these guys have spent money, big money, on the wrong guys or on guys that haven't produced. Mike Trout has produced, but he can't by himself take a team to the playoffs when they don't have any pitching and he's the only guy on the team. So, look, he hasn't been to the postseason. I know it's a big knock. What I'm getting at is he's been invisible. Mm. You don't see him. You don't hear from him ever. For the guy who's supposed to be the best player in baseball, nobody knows what he looks like. Nobody knows what he sounds like. And I know I'm exaggerating because we're here, but, I mean, nationally. So if you said to me he retires today, I go, he had a nice career that nobody really saw. It's funny, like, baseball purists say, like, he's, like, as good as, like, you know, Mickey Mantle and stuff like that. Like, those old guys, really, really old guys. (sighs) 
Man. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Well, and now this, this like back it. condition. Back injury, yeah. Let me let me say one other thing about this. You ready? If you were the Angels and you were even thinking about trading Mike Trout, because you're like, hey, we're going to have to pay Otani, and he's the guy that brings the electricity, so we want to keep Otani. But you know what? we got too much in Trout. We suck anyway. We might as well trade him. Um, you can't trade Mike Trout now. No, nobody ain't taking that contract. Not with this back injury. Like an equal value. <laughs> no, not Crazy. Not. All right, how about one more, Funchy? What do you say? All right, one more. Aaron Rodgers, a.k.a. Cameron Poe from Con Air, <laughs> was asked about his new receiving core now that Devontae Adams is a Raider. Uh, Cameron Poe said, uh, going from Devontae to Alan La- Lazer, Lazard, his new number one, it's going to be a transition, but he's capable of a lot. So uh, is this a big deal, no deal, that Rodgers doesn't have his usual target in Devontae Adams this season, Cap? I think it's a big deal because I think Devontae Adams is widely considered the most talented receiver in the NFL. I would still argue that Cooper Cup is the best all-around receiver based on last season in production, Mm -hmm. and we'll see what the numbers tell us this year. But Devontae Adams, I do believe, Kirk, is widely considered the most talented receiver physical specimen wide receiver in the NFL. So as great as Aaron Rodgers is and has been, you take a player like this off of his team, I think it's going to make a difference in their offense. <laughs> uh, this is a big deal, but I'm, I'm kind of mad at you, Funchy. You left out the, the, the best part about that. What's that? That Aaron Rodgers said it's it's always easy. Going, oh, going from a Hall of Famer to a Hall of Famer. Going from one yes. Hall of Famer to That's another right. Hall of Famer. Shot at going, Derek Carr. Yeah, just throwing a little shot. It's, it's easy to go from uh, – one Hall of Famer in Devontae Adams to another Hall of Famer in Alan Lazar. But, no, th- this is a big deal because this is a brand-new wide receiving group, right? Look, Sammy Watkins was added to the Packers. Guess what? He's injured. How, how about that? That's right. Um, <laughs> Amari <laughs> Rogers, another guy who they think that can be uh, a significant wide receiver. Remember Robert Tanyan, they're tied in. He's still a little bit, bit banged up. And then you throw in their first round, or not their first round pick, they're picking the second round, Christian Watson, wide receiver out of North Dakota State, formerly with Trey Lance. So a lot being asked of the guys to fill the shoes of Devontae Adams. This is a big deal, but I think it also is a challenge for Aaron Rodgers because if Aaron Rodgers is successful, it shows that I wasn't just because of Devontae Adams. I'm successful because I'm a pretty darn good quarterback. But it's going to be hard without that safety valve on Devontae. It is going to be hard, but if there's a quarterback that I believe in, I trust in, the guy wearing number 12 in Green Bay. All right, there you go. There is big deal or no deal. We'll have a final segment coming up, and uh, we'll give another T-shirt away, another one of these Sedano and Cap T-shirts that say Wilding on the front. I know everybody wants them. Well, how are you going to get it? We're going to tell you coming right back here on Sedano and Cap. See, this was going to be the song that I was going to perform last night. Kirk Morrison is in today for Sedano. So, Kirk, here's what here's what the deal was. After we got done with the taco tour last night, we were supposed to go to some bar called the Holiday. Holiday mm-hmm. What was it called? The Holiday Bar. The Holiday Bar. The okay. Holiday Bar. Okay. And and they were inviting us because they were hearing about the taco tour. So they were hitting us up on social media saying, "You guys got to come to our place if you're going to be in East LA. We're doing a big karaoke night." And since it was called the Holiday Bar. I was going to perform this Madonna song. <laughs> Holiday! Yeah. <laughs> Celebrate! <laughs> yeah, so this was going to be my jam last night. This was a debut, self-titled debut album, Madonna. Came 19- out on this day, 1983. 1983. 
Madonna still got it too. Oh, big time. Still big got time. it. I'd she, go out with Madonna if I had the chance to. She liked them. She liked them young she tenders though. You. No, she, she don't want cats. you. Nah, yeah, huh. she don't want you. Nah. No, I know no, no. she don't. But, but what I'm getting you gotta, at is you got to be fresh off a diploma. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All I'm saying you, is, is, is that if I could date, if, if Madonna would consider dating me, even mm. though I know she's been with Dennis Rodman, Alex Rodriguez. You know, all these big, strong dudes, multi-gazillionaires, Tupac, too. She was with famous. Tupac. Really? She was with Tupac? Mm. Yeah, she Damn was with Tupac girl. for a little bit. I mean, I'm the complete opposite of everybody that she ever dated. She was hanging with Antonio dated. Brown the other day. Remember, she was hanging with Antonio Brown? That's right. That's right. You're right. You're right. Get out of here. No way. Come on, Cap. Stay up. Stay up, Come man. on. For real? Hang with me, dog. I got you. I saw Antonio <laughs> Brown on Instagram the other day at some music festival oh, where he was rapping. Yeah. Yeah. Rolling loud. Doing his dance. You know, he got a little dance now. You know, a little dance. We have to play that tomorrow, too. Yeah, his dance is, yeah. I'm, trust me, you won't catch me doing it. That's it. I'm kind of glad about that, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All I'm, say- all I'm saying is this, is that if Madonna would consider dating me, all right? Ooh, I Jennifer going to be mad at you. I am a, I, Jennifer <laughs> Aniston? <laughs> no, now, now if, Jen- <laughs> if Jennifer Aniston and Madonna both asked me out on the same day. Uh-huh. Who are you going with? I'm going with Jennifer Aniston. Of course he would. The safer one. You got to. (laughs) Well, I feel like Jennifer Aniston and I could have a real relationship, and I feel like Madonna and I are just going to get down and dirty a couple times and be done. But the rumors are that Jennifer Aniston's like a party girl, too. Really? Yeah. 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 She might get down and dirty with Mm. you, too. So that's why Brad left. Oh, wow. Mm. (laughs) That's party girl. I can't do that, man. I don't know. With Jolie, though? Come on. Yeah. Well, Jolie may not be the party girl. Well, I don't know. She partying she's a freak, now. Though. She look like a freak. <laughs> she, <laughs> she do. She do look like a big old freak. Yeah, that's that's different. Well, you come home, you don't know what you're coming home to. You don't know. He's like, man, whew, what we going home to tonight? Is she Tomb Raider? Is she just regular housewife? You don't know. She Laura Croft? You don't know what's going on in the Brad Pitt household back in the day. Oh, that's whew. great. <laughs> So, okay, listen, let's give away one more of these T-shirts, okay? Um, Kirk, you got one, right? I got, I got mine right here. Yeah, and, I got uh, one. I got now. me a 90, my 90 shirt. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Tommy, Tommy, he is requesting a double XL. Yeah, I need a 2X, man. We, just, they got this XL. we only got XLs, man. Can't do it. Not in the, uh, what do they call this, the, uh, the canvas style T-shirts. When was the last time you wore an XL? Uh, I mean, when did you step up? Oh, I've always wore X, 2X. Always. Oh, really? Said, yeah, San Diego State every 2X. Just, that's just my size. I like 2X. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. All right. So uh, I do want to talk about one other story here before we get out of here. But before we do, Laura's got one more of these Wilding T-shirts, one more of these yep. Sedano and Cap T-shirts that were modeled all over East L.A. last night. Mm-hmm. Laura, how would you like to give this last one away? We've, we've asked, you know, Caller 5, Caller 7, Circle of Trust on Twitter. How would you like to give this one away? Well, you've been talking a lot about a particular thing in the you know the past few days and last week. So you've actually been having a little bit of a problem, a critter problem at your place, right? That's true. That's true. So if the the first person that calls and answers what critter, so what critter is critter. Scott Kaplan <laughs> having an issue with? Not what he did to remedy the situation, mm. but what critter you guys win a t shirt. 877-710-ESPN, 877-710-3776. The question is, what critter has uh, been creating some problems for me? Mm-hmm. Not the solution, because I know everybody knows that, but what critter? Yeah. Kirk Morrison, when I, when I tell you the critter, and then I tell you what I've been doing to try and get this thing to leave my house, 
I'll be curious to hear what you think about this. Okay. <laughs> but it's just going to take a second here. Once, yeah. one, once the callers hit the phones, and then the first caller that calls with the right answer, once the answer has been revealed. Well, I'll tell you this. These lines are lit. I'm seeing 10 lines already lit. I don't know who's – what number are we going with? Number who? What number are we going with? Laura, what caller do you want to put on the air? You can just put anybody on the air. Doesn't matter. Mike. Mike. Right. Mike, go for it. All right. Here's Mike. Hey, Mike, you're on Sedano and Cap. Good afternoon. How's it going today? What's up, I'm man? Calling about your skunk problem. Ah, the skunk Ooh. problem. That is precisely Congrats. right. That is exactly Ooh. right. Oh, Mike, Mike, where are you calling from, man? I'm calling from Irvine. Okay. Uh, you're about to get one of these new Sedano and Cap Wilding t-shirts. You going to rock it? I'm going to rock it. And as soon as you guys, I'll post it and hashtag you guys all over. All right. Hashtag Eastside Cap. Sounds great. All right. Hold on a second, man. Thank you. So, Kirk, yeah, I've been dealing with a skunk problem at my house. Oh. Wow. Have you ever had to deal with a big old critter? Did. We did. We did. We What'd did. you have to deal with? Uh, we, we actually nicknamed him Trevor. His name was Trevor the Skunk in college. So where we lived at, our college house, um, you know, I had five other roommates. It was six of us all in the house. And we had Trevor. And we thought that Trevor was by himself. Cause he would, you know, let it let loose every now and then. And then we realized Trevor had a buddy, which we named Trevoris. So Trevor and Trevoris were the skunk buddies. And we actually had the problem of, of the skunks. They lived in our backyard and I think he was recruiting other guys at night. So it was like this group of skunks that would huddle in our backyard. And finally we, uh, we had to get some stuff to keep them out of there. What'd you get? What'd you um, get to keep them out? I forgot we because we, we actually had to go to the San Diego State Administration. We told them, hey, look, man, we got a skunk problem. We can't really call an exterminator. We called the, the we're college yeah, kids. We're college kids. Like we then we were you know, renting the house. We didn't own it, so we tried to tell them. And like landlords, like I don't know what to do. You know, it's skunks. <laughs> I mean, what do you? So we had to find out a solution, and I forgot what we ended up doing. But we just know that. That smell when a skunk lets it is just the most powerful. I just I can never think about getting sprayed by a skunk. People say, "What are you supposed to take? Like a tomato bath? What, what's the what's the bath you're supposed to take?" I don't yeah, know. Yeah, tomato what? bath, it's tomato t- juice or something. Tomato juice, yeah, or something like tomato that. soup or something. I don't know what it is. Really, but it's just yeah, something tomato based. I just See, well, know this that is I this is away. it. I don't want I don't want this skunk spraying me because I leave my windows open. I don't want my whole house to smell like skunk. So, Kirk, I, yeah. I wind up finding out from somebody that that coyote urine is is <laughs> supposed to be the solution. We looked on Amazon. That? Well, on Amazon. That's where you find coyote urine. They've Everything. got a lot of it, a lot of different brands. <laughs> but what I've been doing is I've just been doing human urine all over the front yard <laughs> because I figure the skunk pulls up, smells it, and goes, yo, there's a big animal that lives here. Uh. That's me. I'm the big animal. The Kaplan Pea Party. Is that what we're talking about? <laughs> <laughs> there was a Boston Tea Party. Now there's the Kaplan Pea Party. I love this idea. All my neighbors are welcome to come on over. All right, Kirk Morrison, it is great to be with you. Are you back in tomorrow? Uh, no, I am not in Bunchy, tomorrow. Bunchy, who's in tomorrow? I'm DeMarco. actually planning to play. Oh. Yeah, DeMarco's in tomorrow, but I'm playing in the San Diego State Golf Tournament on Friday. So I'll be over in Rancho Bernardo. Holla at your boy. How about that? Yeah. All right, South L.A. Is where South you're L.A. Be. <laughs> Funchy, phenomenal job today. Can't wait to have DeMarco in tomorrow. Kirk, outstanding. So appreciate you always, my man. And Laura, what a superstar you were last night. Hey, until tomorrow at 4 p.m., everybody, we'll be back. We gots to go.
Peace out. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.